Chapter 6 Wind Horse Sinking, 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 only letting go. Sinking, 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 embody life's flow. Mystery has no equivalent. Why else would organisms grow? Secrets inseparable from the truth, arising beyond yes and no. Coming back into my state of being, I envisioned myself as this nectar that makes the great vine grow. And so what came first? Was it the egg before the hen? And this is how bees coexist with the flowers, because the interdependence of life's nectar has no end. It all goes together, and the source of life knows no threat. Was there no place I wasn't? because this was a moment I'd never forget. Lucid in a dream, I let go of the body to embrace this nectar's nature, since I'd been absorbed into the soil to see how chaos could be interpreted with divine nomenclature. Always coming and going, I departed goodbye while also saying hello. We were on our way somewhere, but there was nowhere left to go. I had arrived. The time came to let go of those old chains. No debts left to be collected. This nectar was free from that endless game. No money to lose, no form to hold me down, and this nectar's awareness was woven within the earth when I sat up from the ground. Why, my body was completely trapped, yet here I was safe and sound. Was I God's favorite sinner? Or was I the devil's only friend around? That soil was like a soaring eagle, and it embodied time when consciousness first appeared. Not a dream like I expected, but still a far ways away from a nightmare. This was all a wonderful story. It was a pleasant feeling disguised as a scare. Gone from any karma, I'd confronted my own inner devil. Now I knew we are of the spirit, and the spirit can ascend to higher levels. Unloading and uncoupling, I got rid of a lot of heavy junk all at once. Without challenging it, I submitted and realized it was my ego that was the dunce. Tiny and obnoxious, it had tried swallowing me whole, but once I entered into the nectar of our spirit, I found the shortcut to heaven, and it was through my own soul. Sinking, sinking, sinking only letting go, sinking, 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 infinite and unknown. Slow for the gradual, but sudden for the fast, being and non-being, nirvana intertwined with future, present, and past, all for one, and one for all. All is one, and one is all. A vision of the macro within the micro, reflecting as a giant yet ever small. Sinking, sinking, sinking. It was possible all along. This nectar feeds our spirit, and our spirit does in fact belong. The challenge was the opportunity. This was the way out. The path beyond all obstacles cuts through all hidden doubt. Now nothing could hold me back. My life had an impact because my soul couldn't lose. 
I had been living a lie up till now, ever since I had risen up to this truth. Running free like a river, I was one with the wind. Never would I turn back, because this was the highest bliss beyond flaws and sin. United and alive, this nectar took me where it needed me to go. Thank God I was planted in the ground, because now it was my time to grow. Well, should we get on with it? asked Dionysus. Of course, but I feel a bit drunk from the nectar. The feelings will pass, even if it feels like a hazy funk. We're on our way to the tree of life, and soon we'll feed this nectar into the depths of her trunk. From now on, let's go with nature, because now is the perfect time to grow. This is the grapevine, and it's all life ever knows, said Dionysus. Intoxicated by this nectar I was, and I was swept away by the immensity of it all. Why, yes, something profound was happening, and it felt like a never-ending freefall, going onward and upward, within then through. I had given up my body, no, not quite, but instead of walking, this time I think I flew. Hovering in mutable space, my emotional and mental body took shape, and should I be more focused on creating from my imagination, or should I be present in this existing place? The nature was going through me, and creation had been guiding me all along, never fully formed, and then a moment later, I heard God's song. Dionysus was meditating, and there was no flute beside his mouth, but I heard the wind whispering this divine tune when music came about. The melody was within nature. The bliss was present and freed. Now I realized the magic was within my own soul, and this magic had become my reality. Now is this a Martian takeover, all by God's source? Because the only way I can put it, it felt as if I rode along the tailwind of the most magnificent horse. One moment I was suffocated by a beast. Oh, I thought I'd die in the horrors of this hellish place. But now it felt as if someone reached down and pulled me into a fresh realm of pure peace paired with heavenly grace. What I broke into was unknown, but the medium I passed through was a gateway into abundant energy. Free and boundless, I passed into this liberated space, but who was it that had taken hold of me? And how did I get here? This was a place I hadn't yet been, but this was a space where I already belonged, as if I had finally found the right path in. As if I rode on a lightning rod, I could see the secret of life was not to quit. There I snatched the pearl of wisdom from that dragon called time. Yes, this was the way of wind horse, and I was riding upon it. It was the power within vigor. This was the strength behind any storm. And so I rode on the coattails of the wind, as if a feathered serpent carried my form. A tremendous treasure was concealed within this dirt, and this was the first time I pulled off the lid. Why, yes, there was a hidden network of power stretching everywhere underneath us like a secret and ancient grid. Somehow I'd found myself on a cosmic highway, and I hitchhiked to a city I'd never been. My heart center beat like a strobe light, and the more I tried to observe this network, the deeper it pulled me in. My body was here yet gone, and my essence appeared like a horse galloping across the plains. Why, I could feel her stride running within my heart while my brain maintained the reins. 
together this horse and I made electricity. Then this power sent us through every crack and bend. We broke open into a sacred space at the center of all dirt, where this energy met all forms through one giant stem. Gazing upon the source of the earth, it was the most bountiful vitality I had ever seen. This energy was the link between heaven and earth. This was the channel between life on earth and the eternal king and holy queen. It was the source of the grapevine that Dionysus had spoken of, and I was witness to all the magnetism from which life was made. Gazing at the center of this source, I knew that the relative world was created out of divine aid. The source of wind horse is known by those who surpass the obstacles on the profound path. This discovery of wind horse is available to the sacred warrior. It is reserved for those who go forward and do not turn back, said Dionysus. I could feel him as if he gazed over my shoulder, but I couldn't open my eyes since the source of energy was behind my own sight. Still I found myself stalling because the power of this nectar felt way too bright. I was on the edge of safety, and moving any closer to this grapevine meant I was at risk of the unknown. I could not quite find the courage to touch this true source yet, since I saw how it fostered a measurable power to all that has grown. I felt so tiny and small, now I realized how far I was from fearless, and if I moved any closer to the source this soon in my journey, the result may be perilous. The intensity you feel is from your habitual patterns arising. Do not slouch over like a coward. These fears prevent you from being present in this exquisite moment to witness the dawn of the morning star rising, said Dionysus. The glow of that source was so brilliant and bright, and so I opened my eyes where I found bugs in the mud. I dissolved back into this reality and disconnected my spirit from this pure and gracious love. I didn't want to avoid this power, for it was everything I craved to know. But I was sinking back into the cocoon I had built, the one from which my old soul could grow. The journey we are making is demanding, but there is no way of avoiding it. The only way is forward, and so we must not quit, said Dionysus. Then why do I feel so comfortable in this cocoon I've created? Of course I want to get out there and fly, but if I leave this safe space, it comes at the risk of being destroyed, and so I will stay right here so that this form of my body does not die. The vision of the grapevine began to fade as the veil of my cocoon was pulled back over me like sheets before sleep. There the source disappeared, and I began to fall into a deep slumber when the feeling of darkness appeared to repeat. And so Dionysus spoke. Do you ever wonder about the butterfly, as it too is called to leave the cocoon? There comes a time to leap into fresh air, even if that danger could be approaching soon. Anything could devour a butterfly, yet it must release the fears from old patterns before they can step free. There is daring courage that exists within us all, and yet only your choice can decide if you become all that you're meant to be.